The European Union is happy with the coups that are happening in West Africa. They are happy that there's instability. They're happy that the region is not doing well. They're happy that there's civil unrest. And they're happy that these economies will continue to be destabilized because it's very easy to take advantage of a destabilized place as opposed to take advantage of a place that systems are working. These are not my words. These are the words of a member of the European Parliament listening. France, there's the 85% of the company that operates Niger's uranium industry is owned by France's Atomic Energy Commission and two other French companies. Only 15% is owned by the Niger government. Your Niger uranium is keeping the lights on in France and 85% of the people of Niger have no electricity. And we think that's okay and we want to restore that, that, that government. The people don't want the government that's been overthrown. They're supporting uh, the military uh, coup. And if the EU is going to get involved militarily or, or push their puppets, ECOWAS, to do it for them, because ECOWAS is just been driven by, by Nigeria and Senegal, who are two vassal states of Western powers today, and so they're going to be doing your bidding. Hello guys, how are you doing? Welcome to another episode of Our Conversations. My name is Indora Ganga. I am a business journalist by profession and a digital content creator. I love coming on here, having conversations with you guys about black people that look like me and you, Africa, our empowerment and how we can rise up and take our rightful place at the global stage. I was listening to a very interesting conversation. I was just following randomly the European Parliament and their sittings and something very interesting came up very rarely do you hear and see europeans speak in favor of africans or even pretend like they care and so it was very interesting for me to hear a member of the european parliament um not only speak about africa but speak out for africa and condemn the european union for everything that they continue to do it's not a secret that um the eu has gotten into very scrupulous deals with north africa to ensure that immigrants do not cross over. They have every right to control immigration, but the nature in which they do it is very questionable. And also just the continuous insistence on dominance in West Africa is very worrying because years and years, 50, 60, 70 years after these countries got independence, why are you so hell-bent on ensuring that they remain under your thumb? Why can't you allow for democracy to prevail? Why can't you allow them to pick you as their business partner as of instead of I'm twisting them into doing business with you? You know, why do you want to do business with people who you're hell bent on giving unfair terms to do business with? You know, and so this member of parliament was talking about these things and he was saying, even as we see calls right now, all you're doing is celebrating. You're happy that these places are falling apart because when they fall apart is when you get to benefit. You know, take a country like Niger, 20% of its uranium goes to France. They're literally powering France. Yet over 80% of the country live in poverty. Over 80% of the country do not have access to electricity. In what world is that okay? In what world do you do business with somebody and that business is not beneficial to the owner of the business? Then why are they doing the business? And it's very important to remember that natural resources get exploited and they finish. And the moment you finish your resources and they haven't done much to you, now you're poor, poor. Initially, you're poor with resources. 
But now whoever has exploited you has exploited you, finish them. And now you're a poor person with no resources, nothing to leverage, nothing to... You will languish in poverty. And those are the things that some of these European countries enjoy because then they have absolute control over you, who, what you do, who you put in office, the laws you pass, because you become 100% dependent on their aid, which they give you when they please, how they please, with a million and one conditionalities. So it was a breath of fresh air to hear this perspective. Listen to him. And now the EU has tried to shift the borders of Europe from north of the Mediterranean Sea to south of the Sahara Desert, but it's not going well. We've seen a number of coups now, and they're all uh, efforts to overthrow governments that were seen as being pro-Western. Governments that have failed to represent their own people and impoverished people. We're looking at an incredibly rich area, but incredibly impoverished, and we're part of the problem. And it's about time we started living with the reality. There's, at the, the, today, France continues to exercise a massive influence over its former outpost through neo-colonialism. Macron spoke on Monday about, about respecting sovereignty of countries. Well, what about respecting the economic sovereignty of the countries in the ECOWAS uh, group? They don't have economic sovereignty. The will of Washington and Paris dominate still when it comes to economics. They don't have real independence. France, there's the 85% of the company that operates Niger's uranium industry is owned by France's Atomic Energy Commission and two other French companies. Only 15% is owned by the Niger government. Niger uranium is keeping the lights on in France and 85% of the people of Niger have no electricity. And we think that's okay and we want to restore that, that, that government... The people don't want the government that's been overthrown. They're supporting uh, the military uh, coup. And if the EU is going to get involved militarily or, or push their puppets, ECOWAS, to do it for them, because ECOWAS is just been driven by, by Nigeria and Senegal, who are two vassal states of Western powers today, and so they're going to be doing your bidding. Is this going to be another Libya? He's mad. Why don't we start respecting the interests and concerns of the people of this region instead of robbing them blind? Well, there's nothing to add here. You let me know what you think. Do you agree with him? Have you seen these patterns? If so, what countries have you seen that are really taking advantage of, you know, West African countries and particularly vulnerable African countries? Comment down below, like this video, share it with a friend and connect with me on social media at Ndirogango. You can come over to my channel at Ndiroganga, where we document diaspora stories on the continent. I'll see you again next time.